welcome to Light Warrior Radio, hosted by Dr. Karen Can, number one international bestseller author, a doctor of light medicine, and the founder of the Academy of Light Medicine. Dr. Karen's mission is to help sensitive souls harness their sensitivity as a superpower so that together we can manifest heaven on earth in our lifetime. Get Dr. Karen's free sensitive soul empowerment guide, the three ways of navigating your way to more peace, positivity, and personal power at sensitivesoulguide.com. Hello, all. My name is Christine Baker, and I am a LifeWave brand partner and big fan of phototherapy. One of my favorite patching stories is how the patches supported my mom on her chronic pain journey. She has struggled with severe muscle tension and pain in her neck and head for over 40 years and has tried everything, over-the-counter medications, prescription medications, ice, heat, massage, relax. The first time she let me apply ice wave to her upper shoulders, we were able to calm her neck down and prevent what would normally be a very intense throbbing headache from fully setting in. It was very exciting, and she was very surprised. Since then, she has continued on with her LifeWave patching journey and continues to see success in preventing these types of chronic issues from returning. Drawing on my background of a master's in clinical counseling and functional nutrition counseling, my current studies in a variety of energetic modalities, I have discovered that my clients are struggling to live their fullest life. I help my clients embrace the full expressions of themselves using a creative, multifaceted approach to addressing and supporting their physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, and dimensional energetic aspects of each of my clients. You can reach me at embracingexpressions.com. Just complete the connect form if you would like to connect with me directly. My name is Christine Baker, once more. I have the great pleasure of hosting today's radio show while Dr. Karen rests her voice after teaching at the Light Warrior Training Camp last week. It was incredible. Today is the first Monday of the month, and we are excited to welcome back Dr. Dennis Loebstein, Asian medicine and LifeWave phototherapy patching expert. You can find Dr. Dennis' contact information and today's show notes on patchtrainingteam.com slash blog within 48 hours of each live show. If you have a question for Dr. Dennis, you can call in live at 818-514-1190 and hit 1 so we know your hand is up. We will be taking questions in order. First, we'll take written questions from those who submitted them in the Light Medicine community and Facebook. Then we'll go to the phones and the chat. Remember to ask your questions in regard to symptoms. LifeWave does not claim to cure, treat, prevent, or mitigate any medical condition. If your question includes a disease name, we may have to skip it. Without further ado, welcome, Dr. Dennis. Hi, Christine. Uh, hi, Dr. Karen. Hi, everybody. Can you all hear me? We can hear you, Dr. Dennis. Thank you so much. Hello. Hi. I'm delighted to be here. Uh, another day in paradise in Arizona. And uh, so delighted to help you all. Wonderful. We're so glad that you're here, and I'm so thrilled to get to interact with you directly today, Dr. Dennis. We'd love to know, do you have any stories to tell us before we go to Q&A? Well, um, recently while hiking, I'm encountering a larger number of snakes than usual uh, out on the trails in the mountains here, and um, I uh, find it difficult to seek out uh, snake venom. It seems to be hard to find these days. But um, what snake bites do is increase inflammation, and you can lower inflammation and and chelate toxins and move them out of your body quicker with glutathione. And so 
I'm not saying that glutathione patches can get rid of all the effects of a snake bite, but it can help mitigate or lower the effects of inflammation. And um, I just carry it with me in my med kit. And, and when I'm out hiking, in the event that I, I encounter anything that would need glutathione. That is incredible. I love that story. Thank you for the share. I will definitely be including that in my wilderness first aid kit as well. <laughs> yeah, cool. Awesome. Thank you so much, Dr. Dennis. And just a reminder, yeah. folks, Dr. Karen's show notes will be posted in the patchtrainingteam.com blog within 24 to 48 hours of the live show. And she is here. She's just resting her voice right now. Okay. All right. So it's time to answer your questions. If you have a question, you can call in live at 818-514-1190 and hit 1 so we know your hand is up. You can also type your question into the radio show page chat. Let's start with the written questions from our community first. So first off, we have Jolene. And Jolene is asking for the the best protocol for high inflammation. The worst symptoms are stiffness, swelling, and pain in joints and muscle tissue, particularly in the hands, knees, and feet, but it can affect other areas as well. The hands are unable to make a fist and are very weak and are starting to show signs of deforming like a swan neck and swaying fingers. She's been patching for almost two weeks and just finished five days of an X39, X49 detox protocol. She also has Eon. What would you, oh, Eon, Glutathione, and Ice Wave patches. She's willing to purchase others as well. well does she say what she's already doing with the patches? Like where, what um, point is she putting them on? At what point is she putting them on? What she says here yeah. is she's just finished five days of the 3949 detox protocol. But there's no specifics oh, okay. on where she might be placing the others. Because hmm. there are a number of detox protocols, and she's not specifying which one she's using. No, she's not. So she's asking for just the best protocol for high inflammation. Um, it sounds like mostly swelling around joint areas, pain, stiffness, and swelling in the joint areas. So we can okay. start fresh from that. <laughs> sure. Well, uh, from a pre-communist traditional Chinese medicine perspective, we can look at inflammation as being what's called damp heat, and you want to drain damp and clear heat. And one of our best points in TCM for draining damp is spleen 9 and you know that spleen 9 is indicated when it's sore when it becomes an ashi point and you can palpate it or or feel it below the inside of your knee at the top of your lower leg and uh, that's where spleen 9 is and if you uh, touch it and it's sore then it's indicated to use it the soreness indicates a blockage and that means it's not draining damp very efficiently and so that can help lower inflammation or a component of inflammation, which is damp. And then for draining heat, we can use um, both large intestine 11 for the upper body, and that point is on the outside of the elbow. Uh, when you bend your elbow, you'll see a crease that it makes and then go to the lateral or outside of it, and at the end of that crease is large intestine 11. So that clears heat from the upper body. 
And then you can use stomach 44, which is on the foot, for draining heat from the whole body, especially the lower body. So uh, another point to use for overall sinews and inflammation in the joints would be gallbladder 34. That's the master point for the um, sinews, uh, like the tendons and the ligaments that connect around the joints. So uh, if, she, if we're talking about Eon and X39 and X49, I like to use X49 as a relatively more positive patch because it increases stamina. So energetically, I, I view it as more young and put that on the right side of the body. And I use X39 on the left side. It's relatively more yin, even though it is a positive patch. But when used with X49 together as a pair, then uh, X39 is relatively more yin because uh, what it does is is increase uh, stem cell proliferation, as most of you all know, and um, repairs DNA, and and that uh, tissue repair is more of a uh, yin function compared with increased stamina for X49. So, let's see, we're using... Um, Uh, gallbladder 34, and we're also using large intestinal 11 and and or stomach 44. And uh, let's see, what else did I say? Spleen 9. That's right, spleen 9 for draining damp. Okay, so uh, to use X49, X39 first, Start out with X49 on right large intestine 11 and X39 on left spleen 9. And then use the Eon on right gallbladder 34. So there's a, a nifty protocol with the logic, um, TCM logic behind it for uh, the condition and the pattern that you mentioned. Excellent. Thank you so much for that. That sounds great. And I'm sure Jolene will be very appreciative. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Good. So we have our next question here. This is from CL. And CL says, my mother-in-law has had symptoms of loose stool when placing the X39 patch below her navel. The loose stool and diarrhea subsided when she stopped using the patch. And she used three patches, 12 hours each, over three days. She was introduced to a patch for a non-bowel-related issue, and she followed the brochure recommended location. She says, oddly enough, the patch helped relieve her non-bowel-related issue during the three-day period. And she feels it's a little weird, so she wanted to share and get some insight on that. Which patch did you say she was using? X39 below the navel. X39. And um, is there a point below the navel specifically that she was using? Is, is it... Um, the brochure CV6 point. or CV4, I'm sorry? Brochure point, I believe it's, is that CV6, the brochure point? Uh, probably. It could be CV4 too. So uh, CV4 
will tonify yang qi and cb6 tonifies qi in the dantian or the the qi field um in general and so when she was using x39 there that was causing loose stools that's what she said those three days that she used it um, she did receive relief from the issue she was patching for but also noticed loose stool while she was patching for those three days Okay, what issue was she patching for? That wasn't indicated. They were mostly curious about why she would have had loose stool, um, which was unrelated to what they were patching for. Okay. So uh, one of the first things I'd want to know is, does the loose stool smell? Because okay. the reason I'd ask that is because um, if the loose stool smells, it's indicative of some kind of lower jow infection or um, toxic heat. And if it doesn't smell, it's indicative of a spleen chi deficiency. And that could make a difference in how we patch or what points we use. So is anything indicated about the smell of the stool? No, there's no other indication other than it being loose. And it said okay, that the, the diarrhea stopped, or the, the loose stool stopped when she stopped using the patch. Stopped using patches completely or moved it to a different point? Uh, all she indicated here was that she stopped using the patch. Mm-hmm. All right. Did she have constipation before that, or that's not indicated? That wasn't indicated. Um, it was just saying that she noticed the loose stool once using that patch for three days the issue that they patched for relieved. Um, Dr. Karen just uh, mentioned maybe this could be a detoxification symptom, especially since the uh, issue they were patching for did seem to resolve during those three days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, good good perspective. Yeah, I'd also want to know uh, if I were working with that particular client or patient, um, what the tongue looked like, and that would also indicate whether there was toxic heat going on or a detox reaction. Very good. Very good. Okay, well, it okay, seems to have resolved itself. Okay, some more things to explore. Yeah, it does yeah, seem to it have, seems yes. to have resolved itself when she uh, took the patch off and, and if she started using it later without the same kind of reaction, then it likely was detox. Very good. Very good. And Dr. Karen, just also making another note here that uh, it's possible the ileocecal valve remained too open during the patching, which again may be due to the detox, and that she can always try again, but maybe add Eon on the right lower belly, and that might help to support the ileocecal valve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's a, a point that it only exists on the right leg that's uh, used for that area of the body uh, for appendix and ileocecal area. And um, it's called Laogong Lao Shui. And uh, it's um, halfway between stomach 36 and stomach 37 on the right side. So if that point is sore, that would be a good one to patch for the condition that Dr. Karen's suggesting. Very good. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Let's see. 
Oh, and Dr. Karen did have one more recommendation. The alternative uh, is Eon right covering the belly button for the loose bowel movement. So just to put that okay. in there. And again, these notes are going to be made available uh, 24 to 48 hours after the live show, and they can be found on patchtrainingteam.com blog. Yeah, the uh, the belly button or um, CV8 is contraindicated for using metal needles, but we can certainly use patches on it. And it's a good point for accessing where spirit enters the body or um, frequencies that uh, will help the body heal better. That's excellent. Perfect yep. to know. Thank you. CV8. And okay, there's also, so have, oh. in, in, in five-element in five medicine, the um, CV8 is used uh, with salt in the belly button and burning moxa on the salt, little little mound of moxa. And moxa or um, mugwort has energy that enters all 12 meridians or channels. And so that's certainly a good point to use. Oh, that's really interesting. Very good to know. Thank you for that, too. Yep. Very good. So our next question here is from Zoe. And Zoe would like uh, to know, what patching protocol would you suggest for someone whose vision has been affected due to old surgical scar tissue in the opposite eye? It seems that the previously perfect eye possibly had a little overuse and has grown some excess tissue for an unknown reason. Um, I didn't catch whether that was on the right or the left. It wasn't indicated whether it was on the right or the left. <laughs> okay. so it's the, the one that was previously had um, a few different uh, interventions. Uh, let's let's call that the left. Let's say we don't know for sure, but let's say the left eye had previous interventions, different surgeries and things. The right eye was then overused, and now the right eye is showing to have some grown excess tissue for an unknown reason. So, what might be a supportive patching protocol for that scenario? Whether or not it's the right or the left, we're not clear. Well, the, the first hit I get from this limited information coming in is to use um, an eon patch in the right temple and a carnosine on the left temple. Or at, at night, use carnosine on um, an eye shield or a, a blindfold to affect the eyes. And there's also um, a special point that is located to the lower right of the eye, just above the cheekbone, but below the eye orbit, on the, the lateral aspect below the eye, that's a, a, a special liver point that will help the eyes heal. Uh, also, the eyes are the window of the liver energy and it's always a good idea to patch liver points when you're dealing with eyes so um, liver three is our standard point for dispersing liver cheese stagnation and in our modern world where we're inundated with a toxic swamp environment we're living in the liver gets stagnant quite a bit or the liver chi gets stagnant 
So liver three is a good one for relieving that or dispersing stagnant liver chi. And then I'd use um, a gallbladder point with it, like uh, gallbladder uh, 37, which is uh, good for eyes. Excellent. So use gallbladder 37 on the right, liver 3 on the left. And so you could put uh, X49 on gallbladder 37 on the right and uh, X39 on liver 3 on the left. And on the other point I mentioned below the eye orbit, you could use one of the YH patches on the right or use um eon and glutathione on the right with carnosine on the left very good excellent these are okay. some great suggestions and Thank also <laughs> on, on that last question um dr karen often asked me to spell the the special name that i gave for the lan wei shui yes and so the spelling of that since she's writing things down, would be L-A-N-W-E-I-X-U-E. X-U-E. Okay. One way way. Beautiful. Thank you very much. <laughs> Welcome. Okay. So our next question from our community is from Nita. Nita is having a terrible headache as a result of acidity. She's vomited, but her head is still feeling very heavy. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, important to realize that uh, the patches, especially Ice Wave and Energy Enhancer, will shift catabolism or the form of metabolism that breaks down food sources to make energy. Uh, and that kind of metabolism has a residue, uh, especially if you're acidic, uh, and that residue is lactic acid. So if you use energy enhancer patches, for example, you will shift the catabolism to put out less lactic acid, you'll be less acidic. And, and that will help the body a lot because... The, the body works optimally in a slightly alkaline environment, which is um, about 7.4 on the pH scale, and the patches will help shift the internal milieu's physiology or pH to being slightly more alkaline. So that helps take care of the acidity problem. And the headache, um, I don't know if that was due to acidity. I'd have to get more information about what's going on with her. But her her head is heavy, and that usually indicates there's a lot of damp going on. So use spleen six to help drain the damp. I mean, um, I'm sorry, spleen nine. Nine. Very good. Yeah, spleen nine to help drain the damp. Excellent. And also when there's heaviness, uh, and that's caused by damp, you can use what are called shoe stream points. And if we're talking about shoestream points, I would use the one for the liver 
which is liver three, and that's also congruent with using liver three to disperse stagnation. And while we're doing dispersing stagnation with liver three, using that shoestream point to relieve heaviness of the head and headache, um, a good another good point, which completes what's called a four gate protocol, would be large intestine four. Large intestine four drains excess yang chi out of the head. So if we used right large intestine four and left liver three, that would probably help solve that problem you indicated. And uh, if we're using X forty nine and X thirty nine. We could use X49 on right large intestine 4 and X39 on left liver 3. And if we're just using energy enhancer patches, we could use the, the white one on right large intestine 4 and the tan one on left uh, liver 3. Excellent. That's great. Thank you very much for that. Sure. You're welcome. We do have another question here. This one is from a different Karen. <laughs> She's asking, might you know of a reason for only being allowed by muscle testing to use only a few patches every couple days for only a few minutes at a time? Is it possible to get too much light into the body? The first couple times she used the patches as indicated on the brochures, her heart rate, her heart rate would elevate. Well, that reminds me of a patient that visited our clinic in L.A. several years ago where she was feeling a fast heartbeat and she felt her heart beating in her chest and had a lot of anxiety. And uh, putting energy enhancer patches on the usual polarity with the white one on right pericardium 6 and the tan one on left pericardium 6 made the problem worse. So all I did was reverse the polarity and put the tan one on the right and the white one on the left, pericardium six points. And we got the desired effect. So she had reverse polarity. And that procedure where she got better when I reversed the polarity of the patch location um, indicated that she had reverse polarity. So that may be the problem here too. So just switch the location of the patches around from uh, right to left or from left to right, depending on which patches you're using. Right. I know that she's used um, X39 and Eon, I believe Glutathione. Um, I know she's tried Ice Wave. I don't know that she consistently uses it. Uh, but with those three, would you just use the relative polarity to do the same? Sure. Could do that. Oh. Okay. I'd, I'd give then, that a shot anyway and see. Go ahead. I just, just was going to note, um, if it's not a polarity, uh, if that's not quite the thing, is there any other recommendation you have if it's not a reverse polarity? Okay. Uh, list the symptoms again, please. Sure. Um, she has discovered that she can wear the patches only a few minutes each day. Uh, that when she wears them, as indicated in the brochure points, the heart rate elevates. Since she has lessened down to minutes per day that she uses the patches, she does not have the heart rate elevation. Yeah, that also sounds like a detox pattern. 
So when she takes the patches off, the the um, increased problems go away. And so if she gradually over time uses the patches longer, she take, takes them off when there are symptoms, drinks a lot of water to flush toxins out, if it's a detox reaction, and, and by the way, the water wouldn't hurt because that makes the patches work better in general anyway. And um, put the patches back on when the symptoms are gone. Eventually, she'll be able to wear the patches longer without the detox uh, being so severe. And then it'll eventually go away when the toxins clear and there's no longer a detox reaction. Okay. Very good. Yes, thank you. Perfect. And <clears throat> just a reminder, if you have a question, call in live at 818-514-1190. Hit 1 so we know your hand is up. Or you can type them in the radio show page chat. So that, that brings up a good point about how to increase the efficacy of the patches to make them work better. And if you're hydrated, they work much better. And when I used to teach medical physiology, I tell my students that I noticed in the literature that a 1% increase in intracellular hydration, which is water inside the cells, will correspond to a 10% increase in metabolic efficiency. So if you want to make the body work better, it needs to be hydrated and get the water inside the cells. There are three different compartments of water in the body, and not everybody can easily get water inside the cells because if their water is macroclustered, it won't often go through the cell membrane, and it drags a lot of toxins along with it in the intracellular space. So you want to use microclustered micro water, and that will make the metabolism work better in general. And uh, we found from research a long time ago that was reported on the energy enhancer patches that um, intracellular, intracellular hydration is increased when you use the energy enhancer patches. So just wearing the EE patches by themselves will help with, um, in, with better metabolic efficiency in general. Definitely an important tip with the true hydration. <laughs> yes. And also, the way to get microclustered water is to electrolyze it, because most tap water is macroclustered. So if you run an electrical current through the water, run the water through electrical plates, so there's a current that goes through it. For example, in a Kangen machine made by an Agic, you get, um, among other things, that are characteristic of electrolyzed water, you get microclustered water, but you, in addition, more healthy things you also get are an increase in molecular hydrogen and an increase in um, alkaline water. And uh, if you measure the uh, oxidative reduction potential or the ORP of the water that goes through electrical plates, uh, it goes down to minus 300, minus 400, and that's much more healthy. Just regular tap water has like a positive ORP of 
probably around two or three hundred, depending on where you get the tap water. Or even the bottled water. Bottled water is typically um, acidic also. Most bottled water is. Wow. So, yeah, these uh, are some important points, patches, yes. Yeah, mix of patches work better if you use electrolyzed water because of those characteristics Definitely. of the water. Thank you for that. Dr. Karen noted here she's holding out for the LifeWave water machine in the event that David sells oh. one that structures water in the next couple of years. He's been working on some really incredible things. <laughs> all right. Yeah, he mentioned that years ago, but it hadn't come out yet. So we're all on the edge of our seats waiting for David to do it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> Awesome. All right, so we are going to go to the phones, and we're going to go with the one who's waited the longest so far. So I'm going to call out your area code twice, and then we will unmute you. Then you can share your first name and your question for Dr. Dennis. Please keep it as short as possible so we can serve as many people as possible in the 90 minutes we have today. And also remember to speak in terms of symptoms and not diagnoses. Okay, so this first area code will be 503-503. We're Unmuted. Can you hear us? Hi. Hi, Dr. Dennis. Hi, Christine. This is Pa. Hey, Hi, Pa. Hi. How are you doing? Easy, uh, easy question to ask. Um, Nirvana mm-hmm. is disappearing, so what would you recommend uh, in its place? What do you mean Nirvana is disappearing? You're running out of it or LifeWave doesn't have it in stock anymore? Yeah, LifeWave is removing Nirvana. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah, That's used to me. Wow. They're taking it off the market to, quote, work on it. Um, and it doesn't sound like the little tablets are coming back with it, but, you know, we'll have to wait and see. But I thought in the interim, I mean, I've got people ordering a ton of it right now um, so that they have it hopefully in time uh, enough to cover them while it's away. But... Do you know what the reason was for having to work on it? I, I they just kind of I'm said additional sure. studies. Yeah, they, they kind yeah. of said vague. They're doing additional research. Oh. I'm sure there's a claims thing, you know, just trying to be extra careful with how we word things. So they're pulling it off for now. Well, what the research showed about Nirvana so far is that it increases dopamine levels inside right. the brain. And... Uh, that, if if you look at uh, research for decades on depression, uh, people that have depression have lower in central dopamine levels. So um, Nirvana is affecting neurotransmitters like dopamine, and that's a really useful patch to have. So I hope they bring it back. <laughs> And, and yeah, me, me too. <laughs> the uh, supplement tablet that came with it was tweaking enkephalin levels, and enkephalin's an endogenous opiate neurotransmitter, and its receptors are on the dopamine neurons. So it fine-tuned or tweaked the dopamine output, and you find uh, dopamine in the basal ganglia dopamine neurons, and the basal ganglia in the brain uh, are in the lower central parts of the brain, and it monitors and fine-tunes motor output coming from the motor cortex in the um, 
frontal part of the brain. And uh, that signal to control the motor nerves goes through the basal ganglia. And uh, what you get if you have dopamine deficiencies in your basal ganglia is shaking. And um, a typical pattern of shaking, and we're not talking about treating the disease. I'm just talking about the pattern in Western medicine of that kind of tremor or shaking would be something like Parkinson's. Mm, so, right. So um, the question is, uh, what can we do to deal with what Nirvana would normally do? And... Um, So we're looking at tremors, and the wood element has liver and gallbladder in it, and one of the characteristics of the wood energy is movement, and tremors are categorized as a movement, like internal wind. So we want to mitigate internal wind. So if, if we're going after that symptom of mitigating internal wind, we want to use liver points. And there again, liver three is one of the best ones. And then the gallbladder point, like uh, the, the yuan source point for the gallbladder, that would be gallbladder 40. Or we could use the master point for the belt channel, the daimai channel, because all the ascending and descending uh, meridians that are ver- going up and down the body are intersected by the belt channel. So that would be gallbladder 41, which is the uh, master point for the uh, belt channel. So you could use gallbladder 41 on the right and liver 3 on the left. And that should have the same or similar effect on softening or cutting down on on tremors or internal wind. So... uh, if you're using the X patches, use X49 on right gallbladder 41, X39 on left liver 3. Okay. All right. So, and what about the people that are using it for more mood-related? Well, it depends on the mood. Like if um, within the normal range of function, if they feel more depressed. Yep. Okay, and and Nirvana elevates that. So uh, one way you can elevate uh, or mitigate, soften uh, depressive feeling in uh, pre-communist traditional Chinese medicine is to raise the yang qi by putting an eon patch on the bai hui, which is um, a GV20 on the top of the head, which is at the top of the tai chi pole. And that pulls yang chi up. So if people are depressed, the yang chi is usually depressed or heavy or low, and they feel heavy, and that's why, because the yang chi is down. So by, by putting an eon on the top of the head, you pull the yang chi up. And by the way, there is a neat side effect of pulling the yang chi up, because uh, if, uh, if, for example, if a woman is giving birth and... Um, there's a delay getting to a doula or somebody that can help with the delivery. You can delay the crowning 
by pulling the yang chi up or by putting an eon patch on the top of the head. Wow. That's amazing. Yep. Very good. Okay. Any other suggestions for supporting the mood the mood or bliss point sounds pretty good. Yeah, there are lots of things you can do for mood and it depends on what the mood is. Mm-hmm. Um, there's uh there's quite a few people that have been able to get off of the more dangerous drugs they were on since they introduced uh, X39, Nirvana, and Eon. So they're, they're curious about what to replace Nirvana with uh, for people that tend to think very low and were previously on drugs. Sure. Yeah, I've had... Uh... That's a really good way of asking that question, Ta. Excellent. Thank you. So um, I've I've had um, patients that were going through cocaine withdrawal and they've got um, withdrawal symptoms. And one of the ways I could mitigate that was by putting an SP6 patch on left Tian Wei, which is a stop addiction point. That, and I introduced this point to LifeWave uh, years ago during our webinars. The Tian Wei is a uh, stop smoking or stop addiction point, and it's located um, halfway between uh, large intestine 5 and lung 7 on the radial aspect of the wrist. So One easy way to find it is to put the edge of the SP6 patch, or any patch for that matter, on the crease at the base of the thumb when you bend your wrist towards the radial direction, towards the thumb direction. Put the edge Mm -hmm. of the patch on that crease, and the center of the patch will fall directly onto Tian Wei. So put an uh, an SP6 patch on that point, stop addiction point, and then put an Eon patch on the right, um, Tian Wei. Okay. And that usually works pretty well to mitigate symptoms of withdrawal that include mood alterations and, and, and shaking and depression and being able to focus. You're welcome. Perfect. Thank you so much. Great questions, Ta. Yeah, so yeah next... good question. Yes. Our next caller here, I'm going to call out your area code twice. 808. So 808, you are unmuted. Can you hear us? Yes. Aloha. How are you? Good morning. Wonderful. Hello. Hello. And who do we have the pleasure of speaking with? This is Zoe. Hi, Zoe. Hi, my dear. For both of you. Thank you so much for your wonderful work in this field of new breakthrough medicine. Yeah, integral holistic medicine. It's awesome. It's awesome. I'm very much on this path as well. Um, and I have been for the last two decades. Um, so my, uh, just a little bit of backstory. Um, 11 and a half, 12 months ago is when my, my vision in my left eye that had been perfect my entire life, that had been the, like, basically, basically overcompensation certainly, but that had been kind of my primary center of gravity visually. Um, when uh, from age 5 to 24, I had two, two acquainted transplant surgeries, 
a lacoma surgery and two uh, lid correction surgeries. So basically five um, surgeries in my right eye um, from, age, from age five to 24. And I'm 46 now. So I've done a lot of work holistically uh, uh, healing with with this and, and, and also with uh, the, the kind of longstanding gut issues, gastrointestinal issues um, that I've had. Um, that I still have, and that I'm constantly that I'm giving my my 36-hour laser light focus to healing, um, it, because I mean, gut health is such an integral part of right yeah, the entirety. Yes. Of, Absolutely. So, right. So I'm in in the space right now, though, where yeah. So 12 months ago, my vision went from 98% in in my left eye to a degenerating um, within just. I, I would say a span of a few weeks um, to about like a 76, 75% vision and uh, electrical light floaters and kind of a squiggly, squiggly that's not the scientific terminology to describe that, but, but basically um, electrical light floaters and kind of squiggly uh, 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 lines in the center of vision um, every three to five minutes. Every now it's every four minutes because I'm, I'm working on this thing, um, you know, quite extensively, rigorously. So now it's like every four to five minutes, I'm having um, for 13 seconds. There's a subdued uh, kind of reddish electrical light um, uh, covering, similar to similar to a symptomatology of what would what would be a, a cataract, but it's not a cataract. I don't have cataracts, and it's not white. It's a it's a it's a it's a subdued reddish electrical um, more like rainbow colored tint that occurs and it just occurs for 13 seconds and then it evaporates um, and I'm thinking this could be um, I and I'll, I promise I'll be precise and, and uh, I won't I won't I won't, talk, I won't stop, talk for too long here but I will say that uh, so. Um, uh, the beginning of uh, mid mid December, I got into uh, to see an ophthalmologist who you know I thought had quite high marks. Um, he misdiagnosed mis me as having retinal detachment. Said, "Oh, I absolutely have retinal detachment. That's absolutely what this is." Um, so you know, again, surgery is absolute last resort is my philosophy. But in this kind of situation, I was seriously considering. Um, so going to the the uh, the doctor that he. Um, sends me a referral to this doctor takes a look at me immediately and says, well, you know, it's a good thing we didn't bring you into surgery because you don't have retinal detachment. That would have really messed you up. Um, and yeah, so go figure. And he, he thought it might be, he thought it might be a blood clot. He thought, uh, you know, that those, some kind of blood clot pulling on my, uh, uh, my retina. Okay. And uh, yeah, and then that's when he brought in a, a, a growth, we're not going to say the word tumor, when you're going to uh, grow uh, excess tissue growth specialist, and then that person came in and and basically was a colleague of his, um, who had seen many many of the excess growths in eyes, and he said looked at it, looked, looked at my left eye for 30 seconds, and he said that he believed that this this could very easily be that uh, metastasis, that it could be it could be um, tumorish tumor right because I can't say you know. Um, but that it could be it could be tumor related, um, but of course there's no way in absolute hell that I'm getting a biopsy that will not be happening. So, mm-hmm. so I'm treating as if so I'm on a very rigorous I mean you know quite holistic routine before that 
but now that I, you know, since since mid-December, I've been on a really extensive, rigorous, like, you know, anti-growth or, or kind of tumor, you know, immunoboosting routine. And, I mean, I'm, I'm doing, overall, my energy is very good. Um, I've been utilizing, I do want to say this much about the, the, the patches. So doing that for the last um, two and a half months now, what I've been doing, though, is the 39, uh, if initially, so for the first month and a half, I was doing uh, two X39s, one on my left temple, one on my right temple. Mm-hmm. Then after, right, and then I was doing the, and, and then I was doing the Eon um, four or five times a week, of course, in, in, in PM um, for, for, for sleep medicine there. And then I was doing, so that was for the first month and a half, then I switched to doing the uh, uh, X39 on, on one side and then the, the, the X49 on the other, and then, um, you know, switching, do, doing alternates daily. Um, I will say, interestingly enough, when I, the first time I put the X49 on my left side, you know, left side of the temple brain, I got it immediate, I, I felt it quite, it, it, I, got, I felt that, that medicine strongly, not in a very relaxed you know, uh, but I definitely felt it going to work strongly in, in you know, in the, with that brain health. Um, and then, you know, so, so, uh, but, but now that being said, um, I have noticed since I've been doing the, the left, you know, using, using the, the left, right alternative, altering, uh, uh, per, per day with the, uh, uh, the X39, X49, um, I have been noticing that, um, I'm I'm kind of getting a little bit of like uh, uh, it, it, how can I put this? It's it's a dry eye symptomatology, but it's something like um, sometimes I when I when I initially started doing doing the two and switching the two alternatively, um, which I've been doing for the last almost month and a half now. Um, I I noticed it, it seemed like there was like some kind of uh, noticing some kind of. Um, uh, what was the word I'm going to use? Like this irritation, like in the back, right near the retina, in the back of the eyes. Um, I noticed also um, that I uh, uh, there was like a, there was a time a couple of weeks ago when I just I took I took I took a few days off to just integrate, just take some time and just really be with everything else that I'm um, that, that that my body's doing, which is you know a great 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 leaps and bounds in healing right now so i when i did that i was having this situation where i was wearing the 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 39 and 49 on temples and i was having this thing where they were actually uh sparking <laughs> go figure right they, it was it was quite fascinating actually so i got to a hey, point zoe, where i was like let, zoe, let me indication. zoe can i yeah. slow you down just a minute so you've given yes. us a lot of yes, information please. i can feel I dr am. dennis just kind of sifting so it's all good so you just take a breath yeah. for a moment, and I'm going to let yes, Dr. Sorry. Dennis, I'm going to love the ball to him, and uh, let okay. him give us some information or, or some insights on what you've got going on, because there's obviously quite a lot. Thank you so much. So just, yeah, absolutely. Thank you for bringing in the detail. Dr. Dennis, what are your insights with this uh, additional clarity we have for Zoe here? Well, the first thing I want to know is why you had uh, surgery on your eyelids, because that affects the that's affected by the stomach channel and the uh, the earth. And also, uh, you mentioned that you had gut issues. And um, depending on what the gut issues are, if you've got um, 
a toxic uh, gut biome uh, that might be contributing to the other problems. So why why did you uh, have the lid surgery? What's up with that? I was quite young, and, and see, I was having moisture. What, what, the initial the initial issue I was having was is that there was a a, um, a, a, a fluid imbalance, a moisture imbalance, um, to, to to the right eye. Now, again, the, the it was a, it was a it was a very unwise decision. Certainly, I was so young, though. Right? I mean, I'm, you know, I'm 46 now, but I was quite young. Um, the of decision course. so it was based on a, a fluid imbalance. Did you have gut then, problems before that, or did your gut problems happen? No, I, after no, I was actually perfect before that. Was, sadly, you know, um, yeah, quite a yeah. That's a that's a kicker there. Um, okay, actually, so my it's theoretically was possible that the gut sur- that the um, surgery on the lids created blockages in your um, earth channels, and that's affecting your gut, and uh, you've got uh, gut issues that are affecting. Other things like uh, what the what you're describing in your eye. I do believe that so, the that with the gut issues. Oh, I'm so, I'm so sorry. Go ahead, my friend. I didn't mean to interrupt. What else were you going to say about the gut? Well, what I was going to say about the gut was I do believe that it's some kind of uh, parasite or parasites, plural, or I don't want to use that word, but little critters let's use the word um that they're that they're partially blocking my rectal cavity which just me i mean so i mean i'm doing i'm definitely you know i mean and i'm improving slowly but surely but that's the gut microbiome has been a you know big work for me and it continues to be and you know so it's something that i'm doing a, par- a parasite heavy heavy toxic metal you know organic very gentle cleanse um it, it's you know, I'm hey, not, Zoe, just, I'm, I'm, let me just interrupt yeah, here I'm, real quick. Sorry. Yeah. We just have about five more minutes, so I want to make sure we can get totally to so. the, the totally core so. here of what yeah. Dr. Dennis is going to recommend. Yeah, yeah so um, the, the, the first thing I'd recommend is to get at the root of the problem, and to me it seems energetically that that's your gut issues that yeah. are, are not absorbing proper nutrients, and, and that would uh, help your immune system and are not getting rid of... Uh, toxins properly and so you're you're building up um, a biome in your gut that's affecting the rest of your body and it it just happens to be showing up in your eyes so um, uh, one of the best points that comes to mind to help movement in the gut and clear the gut is stomach 37 that's a lower hussy point for the uh, the colon and that should help you clear toxins out of the colon. So um, that's the most simplistic approach. Uh, use uh, glutathione or, or glutathione and eon. Um, I'd use, uh, if you want to use X49, X39, you could uh, put X49 on your right stomach 37 and x39 on your left uh, stomach 37 and put the um put the eon and glutathione on um bladder 25 which is a back shoot point for your colon and uh you can stack them on the right and put a carnosine on the left or 
one of the tan patches or SP6 on the left of uh, bladder 25 for your colon. So energetically, that should help you move toxins out of your colon and help repair the inflammation caused by the pathogens that may be in there interfering with nutrient absorption. But there are other things you can do, too, that are beyond the scope of talking about how to use patches. So um, you can consult with a naturopathic doctor or somebody that knows about good nutrition for that. Excellent. Thank you so much, Dr. Dunn. That's really great. Welcome. Um, really great notes there, and thank you for bringing the questions there. Okay, perfect. So it looks like uh, our time is up for today's show. So once again, thank you so much, Dr. Dennis, for generously volunteering your time and your energy and your wisdom with us each month. And thank you, everyone, for listening in. Dr. Karen sends her love and blessings. And until next time, goodbye for now. Well, you're very welcome, and appreciate the opportunity to help everybody here and uh, extend uh, blessings to Dr. Karen and hope her voice gets better. And love to y'all. See you next month. Thank you so much. (laughs) Until next time.